forgot where the dang <laughs> thing is. What's up, Trash Pandas? Welcome to In Addition, where we try our best to find the treasure in the trash with your hosts, Tony P, Mike, Steph, and Swan. Slide us into your weekly podcast feed, or we'll wind down your Wednesday nights at twitch.tv slash pod. Yo, hey everyone, welcome back to the In Edition podcast. It's been a while. Uh, as uh, who sang that song? Who was it? Stain? It's been a while. Stain, yeah, as Stain said. Uh, but it's good to be back. I have missed you guys, believe it or not. It's been been lonely here with no headphones or mic in my face. Uh, wait, is there a deal on me undies? There was a comment that just popped up. Y'all, if you're not watching us live on twitch.tv slash, uh, what is it, in ADD pod? Yeah, that's yeah. right. You're missing out on the uh, 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 hot packages. There's hot packages <laughs> if you watch live. So uh, it has been a while since we recorded, and apparently in that time, a squid game has become a thing. It, Very it's much a thing. So hot, in fact, that like my parents watched it before I did. They're like, yo, you watch squid game? I was like, what? How are you? They're retired. So yeah. they had the time like, I've been busy, man. I'm working. I'm moving. Your parents uh, beat you to squid game? Yes. Yes. Tony. I tell you what, I, to be to be for real, for real, my dad watched <laughs> it because my mom doesn't really like it. It's, it's gory. And so my mom was like, meh. So my dad watched it first and then was like, hey, it was pretty good. And then watched it again with my mom. And they, they, my mom was like, yeah, they'll, they'll, no spoilers. And then this just came from mom. She's like, they'll probably be a sequel. I'm like, mom, can you let me watch it first? Dang. Calm down <laughs> on the squid game. Amazing. So I, I've, I've been in the middle of the squid game myself was just uh, watching it before we recorded. It's pretty good. It's intriguing. It's intriguing. I'm liking it. But my question, it got, me, it got me to thinking, uh, squid game, obviously super popular. Uh, last year, a parasite was super popular in the, uh, let us not forget about, uh, who's that B2K. Is that, is that the band? No, who's the band BTS? Yes. BTS. BTS. Yes. B2K might've been a serial killer. That's a different thing. Um, BTK. BTK was, was a serial killer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm thinking of Y2K, yes, Tony. Yeah. That then was, there was the year. whole year 2000 thing. Um, a lot of entertainment coming from South Korea is what I was getting at there. <laughs> Why do you think so popular? Why what's making Korea quote unquote, so hot at the moment, um, with, with the States. And what's other international media that you like? Uh, I got a it's list good. before I get to my list. <laughs> uh, on, like, I don't know. Uh, when I, I think we're at a point now where if something good comes out anywhere, we finally have the ability to see it, you know? And like, we don't have to wait for a bunch of like, fuddy-duddy old studios to say yeah we'll put that on tv like someone is gonna see it and be like yeah all right let's do that uh it'll be cheaper to put on tv in america than it would be to like make a new show or whatever right like we can we can take this show from elsewhere and share it and the shit that's good stays is my first thought uh I, and i think you're right as things hit especially with Netflix, especially with Squid Game, people start watching, they start talking about him, it gets in the zeitgeist, the word starts getting out. And then, you know, exactly like 
my parents watched it. I didn't watch it yet. Yo, I got to get on that. There's a bunch of other stuff I also want to watch, but I was like, I got to get, I got to watch Squid Game, you know, before it gets <laughs> spoiled or I don't understand the memes. Like, God forbid, I don't get <laughs> what the meme means. Um, Raging Lady Butter in chat says it's, we just have easy access. I think that's a great point, um, which is something that is still relatively new, you know, to have Netflix over the internet on your TV. <laughs> Yeah, well, like what I was going to say is this isn't just a a, a translingual uh, phenomenon. We the reason we have the U.S. office, the reason we have all of these U.S. versions of British shows is because they weren't accessible and they were so successful that people just remade them in the U.S. I mean, there's a whole show called Episodes about taking a British show and how they change it and, you know, bastardize it for American television. It's very funny. It's very good. Is that another um, Gervais? Did he do episodes? Oh, 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 no, no, no. I know it's Matt LeBlanc. LeBlanc. It's, okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's Matt LeBlanc. It's Tamsin Grieg. Uh, it's a funny guy. It's not, <laughs> it's not Ricky Gervais. Uh, <laughs> Ricky Gervais is no, it's not Ricky Gervais that his show is, I forget what his show is. Called, well, he did though. the original office. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Was but he, the uh, was he actors idiot one. abroad. Oh, he God, did do idiot abroad. Funny, um, but he did have no, yeah, a show about actors and whatnot. That's what I mixed it up with. Yeah, because it might. Uh, anyway, so, Rage and Lady Boner makes the very much the point that I was going to make. Um, there's the social media synergy that drives it. Also, great buzzword. Uh, TikTok went crazy over Squid Game, and so uh, that's what I. Mixed there's it a up whole. With, yeah. There's a whole thing related to consuming social media at this time. So Tony, you got it when you mentioned essentially the FOMO. This this current social media world is very much about FOMO, where you are worried that things will be spoiled, but also you want to be a part of the experience that's happening. What I'll say from kind of the other side of it is, this sounds so strange, but this is how I mask as a person who is up to date with current social trends is I watch TikToks and I understand I get the joke. I get the the references to Squid Game. I haven't watched it. I haven't consumed any of it, but I have now watched enough TikToks of people talking about it where I know just enough to successfully pass in society to be a part of the cultural zeitgeist where I mean, again, my motivation is always I am terrified of being called out and being picked on. Um, thank you, high school and middle school. But you know enough and you know enough of it. And then if I choose to watch it, I can still enjoy it from there. But we saw the same thing with Tiger King. You know, Tiger King permeated the media so fast, so strong, so heavily. But even if you didn't watch it, you knew you could pick up just enough you knew who Carol Baskins was. You knew these certain little buzzwords. <laughs> exactly. Whoa. Like you could that have bitch. an opinion about Carol Baskins' husband without having ever <laughs> watched the content that that came from. And I don't so think that's... that's new, though. No, because like two thousand one, A Space Odyssey. I've never seen that movie. I know everything that happens. Because it's been referenced and parodied across all media since like day one of it coming out. Everyone knew it was a masterpiece, right? So like the difference I think now 
is that shit like Tiger King becomes that level of culturally relevant. Whereas back in the day, it took something really fucking good to yeah. make that happen. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you, you should, you should still watch 2001. There's more to it than just the, um, the, the, the spoofed parts, the, the highlights. And, you know, on that note there, I was surprised. Um, there, there was more to squid game than I thought just, you know, I, I much like you. So I was like, I know the gist of it, you know, okay. Just from what got thrown at me, I didn't go look for it. Um, but there's been more to it, uh, than just, just what, what I saw topically. Um, I think a lot of the points that everyone's made about the accessibility, um, the internet, the social media, social media always seems to be the answer to everything, not yeah. the correct answer, <laughs> but it's the answer. Um, that's kind of made Jeopardy it just a question we didn't want, but it's just there. a different, <laughs> unique, uh, uh, time, you know, people that there's always been fans of international shows. Let's say Doctor Who's been around for, I don't know what, 50 some odd years, maybe 50 plus. Yeah. And, and people that were fans of that, you had to watch it on like PBS or like right. find the weird bootlegs or something. I remember I had to torrent, uh, Luther. I'm a big fan of the BBC's Luther. And like, I remember some of the earlier seasons I got on torrent like, because yeah. you can't find, you know, well, I remember when Pan's Labyrinth came out and that was a, that was like a Hollywood blockbuster level release. Right. And still in Boston, we had to go to the hipster art house movie theater to watch it. Is that what was that one of your Spanish field trips? No. Oh, uh, that was a sexy movie. Yeah, that was Itu oh. Mama Tambien. Which is uh, yeah. uh, have that you seen that too. one, Tony? No, but it was uh, I worked at Blockbuster when that. OK, <laughs> it was in demand. It's a great movie. It was. Uh, it really was. It was it was hot for a while. That um, one was one where our teachers saw it and were like, hey, I can't recommend that you go see this movie uh, because it is uh, adult themed, <laughs> but uh, it is the best Almodovar movie I've ever seen. Uh, so like, <laughs> and so like we used to have to go hunt for this stuff, like in a really difficult way. Right. And so the only people who saw it were obsessives. Uh, and now I can be bored and have seen a TikTok and decide to watch squid game or uh my parents who are retired age can have it come across their netflix right we we didn't talk that was the thing that got me we didn't talk about it like my mom just was like oh dad's watching squid game it's really gross i don't know if i like it. i'm like what how did you guys but if you go on netflix it's number one number two you know yeah. recommended um so, so i love dad i love the runs point in. oh sorry <laughs> No, I love the point you made, Mike, about accessibility to this stuff before. And I will bring that back to something we've talked excessively about on Doodle Crew, and that's anime. And that's access to early anime. So this is something where the Japanese have been producing animation as long as Disney has. They've had a very fraught experience with it. But their industry in creating animation has been alive as long. But you didn't see a lot of that exist outside of the people who were directly consuming it. So when anime was first being brought to the U S it was in drips and dribbles. And if you really wanted it, you know, again, you were torrenting 
the anime that you could get and you were trying to find subtitles or you were trying to find a a person who had gone through and painstakingly dubbed it for you that you could read along with so you could understand what was going on. And it's that level of, <laughs> you know, getting access to it. And how hard were you willing to work to find this stuff? Whereas now, you know, you've got Crunchyroll, you've got this, that, and the other thing. You've got anime on Amazon Prime. You have so much access to all of it now because there was a market for it. And people started investing in time in bringing it to Western audiences. Swan, I bought Trigun. <laughs> on vhs <laughs> off ebay and the person mailed me a box of like it, i mean it looked like uh it looked like somebody took a like 480 by like a 640 by 480 video that they had like downloaded off real player and like hand cammed the tv oh and God, that was no. like that was how I watched Trigun the first time. Uh, now it's on Netflix. I intentionally left out anime only because I, it's like its own scene, you know, like that's a, it's yeah. its own little group. Um, and I just don't foresee like my parents stumbling, like it being number one on Netflix or something and being recommended to. No, but masses. you talk about that and what's, Not what, I don't want to say trending right now, but Cowboy Bebop has a live action version of it being made with actors who are known in American pop culture. Like that's how, I mean, again, however you personally feel about it, this could be a whole segment on its own. Ghost in the Shell was originally an anime that was turned into a movie with Scarlett Johansson. You are having the seeds of this find its way into American pop culture. Definitely. Almost separate from the source material to the yes. detriment in my opinion but that but i'll tell you along with that so growing up in a time when this wasn't as easily accessible i lived when we finally got like fancy cable and we had the international channel because all of a sudden i could watch k-pop and j-pop music videos and y'all these were cinematic masterpieces still are in four <laughs> minutes i would we talk about vhs i would tape them so I could watch them later. I still have one where I was like, I get misty eyed over this music video because it's a story and it's rival gangs and the guy gets hurt and it's a whole thing. It's been 15 years since I saw this first time, but these were, these were so much different than what was being shown on MTV or VH1. And I was like, F that stuff. I want to watch this. You told me an entire history of like the Chinese empire in three minutes. And I just want to watch more of this movie, but there's not because it was just a music video. And I, I think that's my appeal. So I made a list of stuff that I like. Um, <laughs> but I, I think that's the appeal is that it's something different. I mean, no, I haven't been on every street in the United States, but you've seen places where they film movies especially when you live in california oh that's so and so that's so and so it all after you watch enough tv and movies it kind of all starts looking the same so it's cool to see something different and different storytelling techniques you know now it, it hasn't aged well but a friend of mine and i when i used to work at blockbuster we would get a lot of like japanese movies because all these free rentals that was another thing i got like five free rentals a week we just take crap off the wall you know it didn't matter yeah 
uh, and we would joke at the time that a lot of the Japanese movies, the endings and the storylines were, and I quote, Japanesey, because it's a different style of storytelling, yeah. and it's just a different. It's it's odd. It's not, it's different than what we're used. So it was just again something different, which made it which made it appealing. But again, at that time, we were we were still out going out and seeking it. Now I feel like it's finding us. Uh, on that note, I, I jotted down my quick list. Obviously, Squid Game, uh, Luther, which is British but still super popular. Uh, Lupin was really hot uh, yeah. out of France. Uh, Money Heist is gigantic out of Spain. Dark was gigantic out of Germany. And as yeah. I looked at the lit, I jotted it down. I looked at. It, I'm like, oh, they were every single one of those shows were on Netflix. So. Mm -hmm. They're they're the accessibility. They're the they're the entry point, and I feel like they're working really really hard to get that stuff and then promote it. Um, I'll say friends of the show because it's my favorite thing. Crash test pilots. The very first episode they did where they watch pilot episodes of shows. They did dark, and you have someone who is in America getting American Netflix, and you have someone who is in Europe getting a whole different Netflix and getting a different immersion so do you watch you know do you watch the dub do you watch the sub all of this and how do you enjoy it how do you choose to enjoy that but it all comes back to accessibility by way of netflix yeah and i just want to point out raging lady boner said in chat um the biggest thing i've learned is never watch with the english dub always watch with original audio and subtitles so this is something that um i i would watch all tv with subtitles uh mike hate subtitles uh, <laughs> I hate subtitles for English language shows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. Uh, so we just I'll, went on yeah, this clear. big tirade about reading. <laughs> I... So I have audio processing issues. And for me, I just, I like having the words there. Um, I, I just, I like, I like it. Even for English language shows. Um, and then especially for foreign language shows. I I think dubs try their best sometimes. Uh, sometimes. But like, <laughs> it's my problem with, it's the reason that I hate Anna Kendrick in movie musicals. She is recording her songs in a studio and then she is lip syncing them on set and it doesn't go. She doesn't have any emotion in her face when she is on screen and she doesn't have any as much of emotion in her voice when she's just in a studio, they don't match up. And I think she's very bad at that. I think she has a beautiful voice and I think she's a fine actor. I don't want to watch her sing in a movie. And it's the same reason, even though she's the same person on screen and off, it's the same reason I won't watch subs because, or the reason I won't watch dubs because it's not, it doesn't match. You're not getting the same. I would rather not be able to understand it but know that the intention is is clear. My problem is the pitch perfect other sounds. All the other sounds is the issue, right? When you're watching a dub, all of the sound design is flattened so that the uh, the dubbed language is easily uh, audible. And so like all of the sound of people walking is off, all of the like the whole thing is not good. I didn't. I didn't know that because I generally watch um, sub, so yeah. I I never realized that's that's a thing that they do. And I'm with I'm with Steph because damn it, we're the same person. I love having <laughs> the subtitles on. Um, it 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 just makes the experience more enjoyable for me. Sometimes 
I'm, if I'm on my phone, I can listen. If I'm distracted or something, I can read it. So I'm getting like, it's almost like I'm getting double the information and it helps me process it better. And then like mm -hmm. we talked about earlier, the biggest thing, and I, I happen to just notice it before we started recording with squid game, they give me the character's name, <laughs> like, <laughs> here's the character. Here's what they're saying. Okay. That's number one. He's saying that got it. Um, you know, it's so, amazing. Yeah, it and I don't know, Tony, me. if this is something that you experience. Um, so I've been watching for, we do Anthony and I do a, um, survivor alternate reality game at the end of every month we watch a season of survivor and then like play through a simulator so we've watched at this point nine seasons of survivor eight seasons of survivor and mike can remember names of the survivors from season two he's like oh yeah becky was this bitch and i'm like i can't name everyone on this season and they're all returners it's an all-star <laughs> season and i don't know who the fuck these people are i cannot keep names straight on no. reality shows i cannot keep and I think it's because I don't see them. I need to, I am a reading processing person. I need to see that. Like you were saying with Dostoevsky, you couldn't keep the name straight because there were too many. I visually see things when I think of them. Like if I'm thinking of Colby on Survivor, I look, I see the name Colby and his face. Like I see the text and his face. Like and it's because they pop have... it up. They literally uh, 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 associate it right there for you yeah but not enough not enough <laughs> plenty, for me plenty for me no it's not it's, <laughs> i want to know i need constant reminders i need them to be wearing name tags but That's like the cool it, thing with squid game they all have numbers <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> speaking of subs and dubs though like uh the first time steph and i put on money heist uh i forgot to put on the english like uh the english subtitles because i was just listening to it and watching oh, it in asshole. spanish mm -hmm. and like <laughs> i would leave the room and she'd, Man, be like, she'd be like do you need me to pause it and i'm like why i can hear it like <laughs> and i like it didn't even cross my mind and sometimes the subtitles would fuck me up yeah because yeah. now that's like, different english, if you understand yeah yeah that's different. the english was wrong and i would be like oh my god did i did I fuck up the Spanish? Like, and then I'm completely trapped in this, like what brain is right mode. Mm -hmm. Right. And like, now I can't get out of it. Spanglish. Yeah. So like uh, it spirals for... and like, oh God. I was going to say up until he got bilingual, because I was, I was tracking with him up until that point, Mike, I was totally with you, but um, I barely speak English, so I can't <laughs> get to that level. But for me, I mean, obviously uh, uh, as soon as a character comes on screen, visually i associate with them and i i will kind of imprint on their names so that's not a thing what bums me out sometimes with subtitles is i read faster than i think i realized yeah so i'll read i'll read ahead and i spoil the line exactly i spoil the tension for myself i i will ruin well done cinematic moments because i read ahead because i can't fucking stop myself yeah and Dang. and it's it's so frustrating so we'll talk animation wise i want to watch the art i don't care that they're literally called the lip flaps i don't care that the lip flaps don't match or that they had to edit it a little bit to make that match i want to watch the art i don't want to be reading it while i'm watching this you know we'll talk studio ghibli some of my favorites i don't i love I love the Japanese voices. I love the voice acting. I love 
the audio producing, but I want to watch the art. I don't want to read it while I'm doing it. And even though I read quickly, it pulls me away from the art and that hurts me. So I have that. I, <laughs> I, I love watch watching movies. I almost all cartoons dubbed. Almost yeah, all of them. Because, because the, sound, the, the sound design is the same. Uh, because the audio tracks for the voices are one thing, and then the audio tracks for the background are the other thing. Yep. Uh, which is not the way that they shoot movies, right? Uh, because yep. you can capture a live sound only. Uh, and so, like, that <laughs> you don't need, doesn't you bother don't need me. You the boom mic for that. For this the doesn't match up anyway. Uh, if you are that good at animating and taking that much time, uh, you're a psychopath. It's so like, expensive. It's not. Yeah, I was, I was going to say for animation, it's a little different. And I think for those Ghibli movies, they've gotten decent, like incredible voice actors, actors yeah. to come in and redo it. These shows, when they rush them, you're kind of getting into that anime field Wolf. where yeah. it's just like, like who I was it Steph that said they're doing their best or was it Swan? It was one of y'all. But they're doing their best. They're trying, but Most, it's just yeah. not, you know, going to be there. Uh, Dark, for example, the English dub was, I, I, if I remember correctly, uh, laughable. And that shows far from laughable. Yeah. But the dub was like goofy. And so people are like, you'll never get through it if you have that on because you're going to think it's ridiculous. Um, I also just like hearing the foreign language. Like I, I used yeah. to live in Germany. It was cool to hear German again. I don't know Absolutely. Jack about Korean, but it's cool to hear them speaking Korean. I just... I'm not a linguist. I'm not going to learn the language, but I just like hearing it. So I mean, my favorite musicals are French. Uh, <laughs> like top of my list musical is Notre Dame de Paris. Like a lot of the French I know is because of musicals. And I just think there's something so much more beautiful about singing in French than singing in English most of the time. Like, like I look, man, everyone said every everybody my age hipster says, oh, man, you know, French movies, Amelie. Look, I love Amelie. I'll be damned damned if somebody's gonna dub over audrey tato like get out of here right who here oh, can do yeah. like no yeah well and i think that speaks to again the difference between very quickly turned around something like squid game because they wanted to get it out and they wanted to get it accessible and i, I haven't watched it so i can't speak to that but we'll say dark versus something like that where it went through actual production it went through actual like work to get it to be accessible. So we'll talk Princess Mononoke actually had a theatrical release. It has big names who did the voice acting for it when it was released. Like they spent time not only making sure that the voices matched what the animation was doing, but that you actually get the emphasis behind it and what these characters are talking about. This is an incredibly socially and culturally rich and dense movie and a lot of it is stuff that's not going to make sense to a western audience so you're finding ways to still show reverence to the japanese culture but also make it make sense to somebody who isn't going to understand all of the nuances and so i think that's a big part of are we just doing it so we can get it out and we can get it on netflix or are we doing it you know in the time in the before times of so that it is a big theatrical release so that it is a full production and it is the quality stands up between the dub and the sub. This is totally random because we're out of time and I got to get it in. Um, <laughs> I love that Netflix is, is making these shows accessible. Also the Netflix format helps because the rest of the world does shorter format material. 
but I hate when it opens up, they're like a Netflix production. Dude, you just bought it. Like, yeah, you didn't, you you didn't, didn't do mask, shit. You didn't mix like with the original. <laughs> like, Please. Come on. Come on. <laughs> Um, but I'm I guess technically Squid. it's produced in the same way that like a producer gets funding for it. But show, it, but right? if like, when you you have Squid Game, right? When you watch it, you'll see, or assuming you watch it, you'll see it's the first thing that pops up, like yeah. a Netflix thing. Like get get, get out of here, just because you put it in pink because <laughs> it matches the color of the show. Come on. Anyway, I'm loving Squid Game. I absolutely love Audrey Tato. We've never talked about that. That's a whole other episode. We probably could do a whole episode. <laughs> but you know what else I love? You know who else really helped me through this move? Uh, Mood, uh, in- real, real, Mood Indigo. In all sincerity, <laughs> was Task Rabbit. They have Task Rabbit out here, not too big in Columbus. Um, it's a smaller city, not to dig on them. But um, they like help me move some stuff. I live on the third floor. They carry stuff up to the to the apartment. They put some stuff together for me. Task Matt Rabbit has made it possible for me to be up and running today. Thank you, Task Rabbit. And <laughs> and um the rates are actually really fair. That was I was like, oh man, they're gonna be like way overpriced. The rates were super fair, and I worked with two or three people. They were super cool. Everybody was great. So uh yeah, Task Rabbit. Speaking of Task Rabbit, you can find me at TonyPanderson.com uh, or on Tony P Oddcast, which will be back. In the next few days, now that I am up and running, so around the world will be back, and uh, you can find us here every other Wednesday at twitch.tv slash in addition pod on Facebook, uh, Twitter, Instagram, all that stuff. I think that's it. Y'all, it's good to be back. We'll see you in two weeks. Later. Bye. Let me go find the video thing. Bye. Hold on. Okay, we're there. Ah. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. (laughs) Nope. Thanks so much for listening, Trash Pandas. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to the show on your platform of choice. And join the conversation with us on twitch.tv slash inadd pod at 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Central, every Wednesday night.